we sang a song, one that Nancy was singing, it was, was so beautiful. One of the phrases was, there's another standing in the fire with me. And that just really hit me, impacted me. I thought it needs to impact us. We're not in this thing alone. But something the Lord laid in my heart during us singing that song was that we must never stand alone. But you see, when we refer to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were brothers together, not brothers in blood, but brothers as, as, as believers. And they went, were together first when they went into the fire. And I feel like the Lord was laying it on my heart that in these times of pandemics and things that are going on, we can say, well, Jesus is with us, but where's our brothers and sisters? Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the furnace without the angel of the Lord showing up. They went in on unity. They went in on agreement. They, they, I'm sure they didn't all agree politically on everything. I'm sure they didn't agree on absolutely everything. But they agreed on the unity of their faith. And when they got put in, see, they went against what the king was saying. The king got tricked into doing it. They went against, and they went to praise. They continued to praise their God no matter what. And they got thrown into the fire. We know the, we know the story. The, 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 it's not a story. It's a testimony of what happened. It's not just a story. It's, it's truth. You see, this is not fake news. <laughs> this is truth that sets us free. And there's a lot of fake news that's going on out there right now, I'll tell you. I just, I know what the Lord has laid on my heart about this whole thing. And yes, there, there's bad things that are happening. Yes, there's a virus that is happening. Yes, it is serious. Yes, it is bad. But there's so much other fake stuff and garbage and political polling and pushing and, and, and twisting and turning that's going on that we need to stand on this more than we ever have before. And we should have been standing on it a lot before, but now it's even more more I've created a new word. So Shadrach and Meshach, out of unity, as brothers in faith, went into the fire to stand up for what they believed in, because God's law trumps all man's law. Listen, the Bible says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. We're to follow the laws of the land, absolutely. But when the laws of the land take away the structure and biblical principles of God in our lives, that is where, from our Bible, what it tells me is He comes first. He comes first. When I was in different parts of the world, in underground churches, uh, I tell you what, the government said no, but the church said yes. They went underground, but the man has tried to silence the church, and it never will. We know Hitler tried to burn all the Bibles, tried to silence a, a whole race, and it didn't happen. Because there's a reason and a purpose. God has created us to dwell together in unity. Now, I want to encourage you. I'm not saying don't social distance. I'm not saying that at all. No, not at all. Follow the laws of the land. But if this thing goes so far that we will never be able to gather again, or I can no longer gather as a Christian in this country, I'm going to stay with what the Bible tells me to do. Amen. We'll put it that way. Does that sound reasonable? Amen. Okay. So anyways, um, so, so as, as we were singing, this Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thing popped into my head. Hold it. We sometimes think it's Jesus and me only. But that is not what the Bible says. 
It's, it's us and Jesus and us. Jesus in me in us. Us together. Never in Scripture is there an application or a perspective that ever implies uh, that it's about you and Jesus alone. Whoops. It's not. It's not about you and Jesus alone. That's an isolation atmosphere. That's an isolation perspective. That fits in with COVID, except Jesus is in there. We need to stay gathered. If we can't gather in physical, we can gather on Zoom. We can gather on social media. We can gather together on phone calls if people still make phone calls. Text message, don't do it because it's hard to understand emotion. I text all the time, but it, it usually takes me longer to say, are you okay? Well, of course I'm okay. Why do you think I'm not okay? I, oh, now he is offended. You know, so I asked him if he's okay. Shucks. Uh, what did, you know? Sometimes I'd rather pick, you know, you know how many people get offended by text messages? Like seriously, people grow up and become adults and say, you know what? They didn't mean that. And I refuse to believe they did mean that because they're friends of mine. They're brothers and sisters in Christ. But so often we choose the offense before love because God loved us before he really knew us. He loved us before he knew us. Now, he knew us before the foundations of the earth were laid. But as a human being, he chose to love us before he actually knew us. But how does our love work now? We have to know someone before we love them. We have to test on, our, on who they are. We have to be able to trust them before we love them. But that's actually not biblical principle. We are to love before we know. We are to love before we even trust. Our love actually empowers them to be trustworthy yikes but so many of us get hurt so we don't love we rather want to know the person first i'm not talking marriage love get to know the person before you get married i'm talking love as brothers and sisters in christ so as i was praying about what to share today the kingdom of god in power and i was thinking about the, his power that's available to us and resides with us and in us. But how many times do we sometimes get, like, I love what Chris said, you know, sometimes we just got to shut the news off. Sometimes you got to shut social media down. Any of us remember when we didn't have social media? Any of us actually go all the way back where actually the reporters were trustworthy on what they reported? They actually reported facts and were not allowed to report political perspectives. Remember that? Way, way back in newspaper days. God delights in covering us with his blessings. You know, one of the things I know that gives God such great joy is seeing his people blessed. Not restricted, not controlled. He loves to see his people blessed. He wants everybody in here to be blessed. Look to the person to your left. I know they might be a distance away. Yell at them if it's too far. But, but say, God wants you blessed. And to your right and say, uh, I need some cash. No, 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 I'm just kidding. No, we don't use cash anymore because it could be virus stricken, right? Well, give me your credit card and PIN number then. 
But many of the blessings that I'm talking about that God loves to bless us with, so let's get in our mind right now, and let's just understand that what would make God very happy right now today is that we are blessed. I mean, hallelujah, I can hear it, the angels are singing. Because blessing is not by what we have physically blessing is by the acknowledgement and understanding that he first loved us that he loves us so much that he has blessed us before we understand the blessing in the kingdom of god it's almost impossible to experience more of it without sharing to someone about it i tell you if you have an encounter with god speak about it share about it if you have a testimony of a miracle or healing financial blessing whatever it is tell people about it because i believe the more we share the testimonies of jesus christ and of what god's done to us the more blessing starts to come you hear somebody else's testimony share it share it because whenever you share testimony, a blessing, what kind of a hard attitude do you have? Oh, I'm really bummed out that I got a blessing of God today. No, you share it with joy. You share it with excitement. You're like, whoa, I got blessed today. Like, do you, do you know what happened? Like, wow. Acts chapter 4, verse 20. Acts 4, verse 24. We cannot... But speak the things which we have seen and heard. For we cannot but speak. We must speak. We, 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 we would literally, when we receive the blessings of the Lord, we have to silence our mouth de decisively or else our mouth will speak of his blessings. And so every one of us here, if you don't speak about blessings in the home, you've silenced your voice, you've changed the attitude, you've changed the mentality in your own heart and your own person to become negative instead of positive. Because God has called us to speak. It says we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and what we have heard. How many of you have at least had some form of a testimony in your life? Put your hand up. Every one of us, if we're sitting in here, we've probably had some form of a testimony. Maybe a car accident and you weren't killed. Maybe you got a new job. Maybe something, whatever it is. You're born. That's the power of a testimony. Yeah, but I don't like my mother and my father. You don't... That's not the power of your testimony. The power of your testimony is that somehow your mother and father got together, but I don't know my father. You, that's okay. I know a father that, that knows you, and he wants you to know him. And that's the power of your testimony. You're born, you're breathing air. Everybody breathe. <sighs> Ooh, who had garlic this morning? That's rough, man. But anyways, the reality is, is that we have to celebrate what we have, what God has blessed us with. Because when we start to speak the blessing, speak the testimony, it opens the door for, for more blessing testimony to flow in. In the natural, speaking the testimonies of the kingdom of God is a must. You don't just think it. Sometimes you just have to speak it. I leave tomorrow. I'm, I'm up to Alberta and Saskatchewan ministering, and, and uh, I'm going to lots of kilometers and miles ahead, and I'm going to be speaking the blessing. I'm going to be the singing, blessing-filled pickup truck that goes, and I'm going to desire to create a presence around this pickup truck 
One, it's going to be full, but I'm going to open the window once in a while to leak a little bit of it out. Because people need testimony. People need blessing. People need to know that they are loved. Our suicide rate is skyrocketing. Our drug, drug overdoses are skyrocketing. We're losing more people dying right now in the suicide and drug overdoses than we are with the disease or the COVID. And when we're happy and we're speaking and living and blessing, giving is one of the most natural things to do. Of course, we, we give into the church. We give into blessing ministries. We give into blessing people. We give, we give, we give. But one of the things that I believe is, is so critical right now is that we give the testimony and our love to the people. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. 1 Corinthians 4, starting in verse 20. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. You see, it's not in word. The word is the word. But the kingdom of God takes the word and releases power into our lives. Verse 21. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod? Or in love and a spirit of gentleness. The word gentleness, we, we so often have in our English language and understanding, we believe gentle is just someone who's gentle, soft, pansy, pussy. Well, I don't know, you know, like just like doesn't do a lot. You know, and they think, oh, you're on fire, you're not gentle. No, 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 that's not what gentle means. The actual translation of gentleness is someone who's even-tempered, balanced in spirit, power and strength under control. Power and strength under control. That's gentleness. So when Jesus went into the temple, he went in with a gentle spirit. He had gentleness, love and gentleness. Even when he overturned the tables, he went in with power and self-control. No, no, he was out of control. No, he wasn't. He knew what he went in to do. And he went in to destroy the abuse that was going on in his father's house. Tell you what, I won't let the house of the father be defiled and destroyed. And if that means a gentle spirit, I'm going to come in with power and authority and make sure that the house of God is not defiled. And if they refuse us to meet in the house of God, there will be a gentle spirit rise up inside of me. Yeah. I pray that our country does not lose the foundation of its created being, which was built on biblical principles. I pray it doesn't. Because there's a sleeping gentle giant called the church, but it shouldn't be sleeping. It's time for the church to wake up, rise up, stand for what we believe of, speak it to the mountaintops. That means all through the valleys and to the mountaintops. We speak of the goodness of God. We speak with love, but we walk with a gentle spirit of power and authority. Every encounter we have 
with God is to bring our hearts deeper and deeper to God and closer to God. When we have an encounter in the past, the encounter's purpose was not a feel-good moment. It, yes, you might have felt good, but the encounter wasn't for you just to feel good. The encounter was to bring you closer into the intimacy of the Father. And so when we draw closer, we have an encounter with God. When we have an encounter with God, we draw closer. And if you haven't had an encounter with God, I want to say stop something that you're doing and and get back to finding and searching and seeking God to get the encounter with him again the presence of his glory some people have had an encounter don't even put your hands up but maybe you've had an encounter the filling of the Holy Spirit maybe you felt somewhat inebriated in the spirit almost what I'm feeling a little bit right now to be honest with you Uh, but uh, maybe you shake maybe you laugh maybe you just sit there Whatever you do, I don't know. But we must be looking and realize the understanding that God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your and my sins, to rise again for eternal salvation. Then the Holy Spirit was poured out upon all flesh for the reason and the purpose that we would encounter Him. Encounter God. Well, you know what? So many people think their situation around them is what's stopping the encounter. It's not. What it is, is the situation around you sometimes is over-exhausting you, throwing you into a negative tailspin, and all of a sudden you don't feel so close to God. Well, because you don't, might not feel close to God is not God's fault. It's because something has to change first in your mind, not around you. I know some of the martyrs of the past history were in some of the bat- worst and terrible situations and died for their salvation, died for their lives uh, to beco- become true in Christ Jesus. It wasn't the situation that brought brought the encounter. The encounter was a choice in their own heart and their mindset to be in tune with him no matter what was going on around them. When I go into, into Korea, uh, there, there many times uh, when I'm ministering there, a couple of the people, they literally, their, their whole ministry is smuggling Bibles into North Korea. One of the gentlemen is probably in his 60s. I think he's been held captive 10 or 11 times his eye is hardly has sight in one eye from his beating so bad. He has actually spent more time in North Korean prisons and in, in, in concentration camps in North Korea by bringing Bibles in than he has a free man by his choice. But you know what? When the Holy Spirit comes, he's the first one up here jumping and praising. I remember praying and prophesying over him, and he says, please, please, I'm heading out tomorrow again. I've got got it down. I I look like a fat man when I go in, but I'm covered in Bibles. I've got Bibles down my pants. I've got Bibles up my chest. I look like a fat man. Matter of fact, I look a bit like you, Brent. No, I'm just kidding. I look like a fat man, he says, And, uh, and off he goes. The very next day, off he goes, 10 or 12 times already captive. I tell you what, don't be alone, no matter what laws say, don't be alone spiritually speaking. Don't sit at home by yourself, get on a phone call, get on a Zoom meeting, do something, encounter 
what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego encountered in the unity of their faith. Make an agreement today that no matter what the laws happen in Canada, I am going to stand my ground. I am going to stand my faith. I am going to walk with this word, this word deep in my heart, this word on every step. I am going to walk. And when the laws say I can't do this, it will not stop me. I just won't do it in the public eye. I'm going to go underground, whatever it takes, but I'm going to live and preach the living Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. These kingdom encounters, they need to transform us, not just for a season, not just for a short time. They need to transform us for life. And so many times, how many of us truthfully, oh, I wish I could experience what I used to experience. Oh, I wish I, I remember the days 15 years ago where God just showed up all the time to me. Oh, I wish I could do that again. We'll tell you what, God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not actually looking for you or me to encounter what we experienced 10 years ago. He's looking for us to encounter more today because he's a con- our relationship is a continually growing relationship into the presence of God. Because what we encountered 10 years ago wasn't all of God. That was just a small portion of experiencing him. And he wants us to live a lifestyle that will increase with experience, uh, experience after experience after experience, uh, driving us deeper into the word, driving us deeper into his truth, uh, driving us deeper into the real good news right here. Uh, Real good news in Jesus Christ. The more profound the work of the Holy Spirit is in us, the more profound the manifestations that the Spirit that will flow through us. And I felt today, as I was praying this week about what to share today, I I felt like the Lord just kept saying, we've got to get the power flowing. We've got to see the fire of his presence. We've got to see the move of his Holy Spirit. It will will literally burn up every virus. It will burn up every cancer. It will burn up every disease. We need his power, and we need to walk in his power. And I feel like the Lord is saying, I have given you my power. Now wake up, rise up. And walk in it. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Ephesians 3 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that works into us. Listen to what this verse is saying. To him, to God, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He is able to do above what you can think or ask him to do abundantly above matter of fact I don't even think you need to ask you just need to dive in because your asking is going to limit you sometimes but how how according to the power that works in us Listen, look at the end of the verse. According to the power that works in us. And God laid in my heart, we need to talk about power. We need to see power. We need to live with power for the abundant blessings to come into our lives. Many times what goes on around us is similar to what goes on inside us. This is why I say, choose your friends wisely. It's one thing to hang out with somebody to minister to them, but it's another thing to hang out with people that are just negative, fearful. I, I, you know what? It's hard for me to hang out 
for a long time with people that are so fearful of COVID. I want to look them in the face and say, do you have it? No. If you did, let's, let's get rid of it right now in Jesus' name. Do you have influenza? No. Do you have cancer? Whatever. That doesn't change us from, that doesn't change us from hanging out. Just because you got cancer or AIDS or, or uh, blood disorders, whatever it is, we're going to hang out together and we're going to walk in power together. We're going to jump into the fire together, hand in hand, hand in hand, into the fire, side by side, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego going into the fire together and watch the fire of the Holy Spirit take the miracle that you need and take out your cancers and put the healing into your body in Jesus name oh I wash my hands absolutely I wash my hands more now but I've been actually doing a ton of washing my hands for the last five years of international travel I realized years ago that the more I washed my hands the less sick I got on trips it's not a newfound thing it's just common sense No power inside, no power outside. Oh, but we want to come, we want to connect with somebody who's got power in them. No power inside, no power outside. Well, no, what about the healing evangelists? Oh, they're walking in power, absolutely. Yes, we can lay hands on you and see you get healed, absolutely. But if that does not trigger you into the desire and hunger for power in your own life, you will always be subject to someone else's power exuding from them and not the power that you're supposed to carry with God in you. And you're going to have to go to every concert, every conference, every healing evangelist, everything. You're going to need everybody to pray with you who's got power because you're not walking in power yourself. I would rather encourage you people, I would rather encourage the world, uh, Christian body out there watching, to walk in a power that if the, any virus or disease or snake bites you, you shake it off into the fire, into the fire, into the fire, into the fire, because you're not alone in the fire. Uh, Jesus is with you, but so are the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. The power that God gives to us, how much does he give to us as sons and daughters? It's unlimited. My sons and daughters get to walk in more power than mom and I do. That's our heart and our desire is to see them walk with a greater power and understanding and authority of God, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit in them. I pray that we do not raise up a family called Windward that is powerless except a few speakers or a few leaders. That is not the purpose of raising this ministry. The purpose of raising this ministry is to raise up leaders, to equip people that you will be the leaders in your family. You will be the leaders in your businesses. You will be the leaders of the, of the governments, of the, of the countries, that you will rise up and walk with the power of God and the unity of the brothers with us. If we live this kingdom lifestyle, it thrives on seeing the impossible become reality the things that we think are impossible is like a, a knock knock on the door to God oh that's just impossible it'll never happen to me quiet get behind me Satan what kind of a thought pattern is that as a believer all things are possible how many things are possible 
all things are possible. Could I get out of debt? Absolutely. Start the process. Could I get another car? Absolutely. Start the process. But the focus isn't the car. The focus isn't the debt. The focus is the kingdom lifestyle. The focus is to have an intimate relationship with God in such a way that every encounter builds to the next encounter, which builds to the next encounter, which builds to the next encounter. That's what we're called because in every encounter with God, we start to increase in power. In power. You haven't had an encounter with God recently? I'll tell you what. Get to know Him again better. Because something is blocking and it's not God. And no man, no woman, no government can block the encounters of God in our lives. No man, no woman, no fake news, no virus can block the encounters with God. You need an encounter? Then have one. Choose it right now. Well, of course I want an encounter. But it never happens to me. I tried for years. Never happened to me. I can't get back there. I can't have an encounter. Quiet! You're talking too much. You're talking too much. God loves us now. He loved us then. He loved us before we were formed in our mother's womb. He loves us now. His love has not changed for us. And he wants us to experience an encounter that could be a simple, a simple just, oh. It could be, I feel the presence. You know, so often, what I have to do in the middle of traveling or the busyness of my life, sometimes I'm not, I'm not feeling that encounter. So I have to say, no. No, that's Brent Borthwick speaking. That's not God speaking. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. So I'm going to choose to experience an encounter with no of, none of my understanding attached to it. Because so many times... We want to experience an encounter that we experienced before. And I want to say, get it out of your mind that you need to experience that again. You need to experience greater things. And it might not be as extravagant in manifestation, but it could be deeper in the understanding of his power in us. But when we start to understand the power of God in us, it's not to self-promote. It's not to build your identity. It's not to build your gifting. It's to actually, the more we experience the understanding of his power in us, it actually becomes humbling. And many times I have cried out, thousands upon thousands of people at an event, and, and before the event I've cried out, Oh God, am I worthy of this? And I have to immediately say, Yes, I am, because you, God, made me worthy. You, Jesus Christ made me worthy. You, Holy Spirit, made me 
I'm not worthy for the reason of building my name. I'm worthy for the reason of building his name. I'm not worthy for the reason of building my gift. I'm worthy for the reason of building his gift in me, in us, together as a family. So I want to ask you today, only three people got in the fire out of many, many people in the kingdom. Three people, three brothers in faith said, no matter what the king says, I'm going to go to my rooftop every day and pray. See, they didn't even hide. They said, I'm going to go to the rooftop and pray. Even though the king's order was sudden death. Well, I'd rather die following God than die following man. Because following God, I never die. I transfer from glory to glory. I want to ask you today. Would you have been a Shadrach, a Meshach, an Abednego back then? Would you be a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego now? If our freedoms Start getting taken away more and more and more. Will you be the ones that choose to stay strong in the faith and not just what you have now, but what you're going to have then? Increase, increase, increase. Or will you be the ones? Because these are the ones that God is looking for. He's not looking for the flakies. He's looking for the passionate. passionate ones. Oh, I pray, Lord God, that in this windward families and families around the world, I pray, Father, that we will stand for your truth that sets us free, no matter what the physical or governmental cost might be. We will stand in truth, honor, and integrity in our lives. I'm in a vision right now. Actually, interesting. I'm going to share what I see. I see it's like an angel in the spirit walking around and he's shaking something over the people right now. Even people watching right now on TV. You know, I don't share these things all the time, but I see it so clearly right now. And there's a shaking of of like a gold dust or a shaking of of something that that he's shaking on the people. And it feels like the, the, the more you want an encounter with him right now, the more the shaking starts to happen over you. And I feel like some are saying, well, no, I don't really know about an encounter. I don't know about an angel, da, 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 da. But you know what? I just want to encourage you right now. Just Right now, open your spiritual eyes, your spiritual senses, and know that when two or more are gathered, he is there with us. And there's a shaking of something that's like a dusting. 
falling on us. I actually can see miracles starting to happen right now. Some of you are even unaware that a physical healing is starting to take place in your body right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Because power comes from a choice. The choice is to have intimacy and greater closeness with God. And the deeper we go and experiences with Him, the greater the power comes upon us. And I pray right now, today, here in this place, wherever you are watching right now, I pray that you choose an encounter with Father and choose an encounter with Jesus and choose an encounter with Holy Spirit right now. And no matter what it is, just eliminate every fake news, every issue, every disease, every virus. Just eliminate it out of your mind right now and find the presence, find His glory right now. Even use imagination. If you, if you can imagine what His kingdom, what His throne room, uh, would look like. Uh, I believe God has given us an imagination for a purpose. Satan loves to use sinful imagination, but God loves to use godly imagination. Because <laughs> that imagination, God's, God's imagination, God, God's, God's, our imagination tapping into God's understanding is how I believe people are going to increase their businesses. They're going to increase the finances. Christian people will start inventing new things. Things are going to start to happen because as our imagination taps into his kingdom power, his kingdom authority, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night with a crazy thought. Write it down. If it's the devil, you can kick it out tomorrow morning. But if it's God, write it down anyways. And see what he's wanting to speak because he's wanting He's wanting his people who love him to bring him joy. What's the joy? That he can bless you. Bless you. And the more you, he blesses you, the more his joy becomes our strength. And the more his joy becomes our strength, the more he has joy and blessing. And the more he has joy and blessing, the more joy becomes our strength. <laughs> I'm going to ask you all to stand. Psalms chapter 67, verse 1 to 2. Most of us have heard this. God, be merciful to us and bless us. I just love David. So let's say right now, God, be merciful to us and bless us. And cause his face to shine upon us. That your way may be known on earth. Your salvation among the nations. God be merciful to us while his mercy endures forever. He already is merciful. This is David in Old Covenant with an encounter with God. But this is you and me in New Covenant with an encounter with Jesus Christ to go deeper into our encounters with God. He already is merciful. And he is blessing us. And his mercy and blessings causes his face to shine upon us. <laughs> his face right now is shining on you. His face right now. Just if you have any kind of an imagination, close your eyes and imagine his face shining on you right now. Why? Verse 2 answers it. 
that his way, your way, may be known on earth. You see, the people won't even know until you and I have the encounter of the revelation of God in us and the power of his blessing upon us and the testimony that we walk in of Jesus Christ. We become the living testimony. that brings salvation to the nations so I pray right now we are not alone in the room there's many in this place I encourage you now that you have thought of depression, frustration. Maybe you've made some bad decisions in the past. Just eliminate them right now in Jesus' name. And let his face shine upon you right now. Let his blessings come upon. Let peace that passes all understanding flow through every fiber, every sinew, every ligament, every, every cell of our blood right now, every breath that we breathe. Just let it be right now. Peace that passes all understanding in Jesus Christ right now in our lives. a fresh revelation of his power in us that you can walk down the street into a store and carry the freshness of his power Two meters apart to six feet does not stop his power. <laughs> Walk into a store in his power and touch the people without physically ever touching them. But walk, as Bill Johnson says, and leak to the people around you. But it's a choice. Maybe people in here, maybe people watching are confused. They don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Well, I want to encourage you. That's the biggest decision of your life. And right now, you need to decide to follow Him, to believe on Him, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. And receive the forgiveness of all sins in your life. Let there be a filling, a fresh breath of his Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask you, if you feel that today is a day that's changing your mindsets, increasing an intimacy with the Father, or a, a desire in knowing that there's a fresh anointing, a fresh power, coming into my life, your life today. I'm going to ask you, be bold, come up here. If you want to social distance, social distance yourself, however you want to do that, come up here. And I just, I'm going to encourage you, and this is a step of faith because people are watching. But I want to tell you something. 
you can come up social distance that's no problem but I feel like in my spirit there needs to be a movement of something to step into something greater does that make sense so I'm gonna ask you right now if that's you you don't have to I'm not pushing you if you'd rather go into the foyer and stand there by yourselves however you want to do it is up to you I am NOT the COVID police I am NOT the social distancing police I believe that you are adults and you have to make those choices. You want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But you see, this step right now, we haven't done this in a long time, have we? I know I haven't done it up here for over four months here in, in Windward. But I want to encourage you. This is a push. This is a step. You guys are being a little bit radical right now. Notice I'm staying away. I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. You're being radical. Because that's how much, how much there's a hunger that is inside you that is wanting to increase. You see, here on earth, when you're hungry, you eat and you're no longer hungry. But in the kingdom, your hunger you get fed creates more hunger to be fed more because the supernatural is usually always opposite to the physical realm of this earth and I will guarantee you the power is not in the physical realm it is in the supernatural realm I am hungry I am so hungry spiritually I I, I do not have enough hunger I am I am I'm am eating more I am I am I'm doing DoorDash in the spirit right now. Save the dishes in the spirit right now. Whatever it is, put the order in. Put the order into God right now. You need a miracle? Put the order in to the banqueting table of his presence and receive the healing. Receive the miracle in Jesus' name. You need finances? Put the order in. Ah. Uh, God says in his word of Malachi, trust me, test me, he says, test me on the finances. <laughs> well, so Lord, we say, come. I feel like the Lord said, I am there. Why are you telling me to come? Pour out on us. I am pouring out on you, says the Lord. Take your umbrellas down. <laughs> so Father God whew, Jesus, 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 Jesus I see right now gifts being imparted onto people again right now I feel like an increase of gifts I see it in the fivefold gifts but I also see it in the nine gifts of the spirits I actually see the healing gift rapidly increasing on people right now receive it and if you're watching on on tv on 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 your computer on your phone whatever receive it right now in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name i even see an increase of a marriage i feel like there's been some tough seasons in some marriages and i feel like the lord is saying no i am Love, says the Lord. And I can see his love indwelling into the people, into the marriages. 
someone's been struggling even in their marriage and it could be someone out there uh, watching right now I I feel like a husband who hasn't been listening a wife who who's been trying to do the right thing but this whole confinement things and and things that are going on have created such a division and a separation and I want to encourage you right now sit down husband and wife and say I am choosing to let go of my anger and my frustrations I'm focusing on the love of God in my life. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Miraculous healing in the back. I can see it clearly. In Jesus, someone's back getting miraculously healed. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Right knee, right knee, right knee, right hip. There's some pain or something that's going on. I feel like someone's had a fractured hip or something and God's ready to heal it completely and take the pain away in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name right now, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're the healer. Ah, You're the creator. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I see someone's daughter getting a clarity of mind. I'm not sure what it means, but I feel like there's there's been a fog in the mind and a clarity is coming in Jesus' name. It's being released. A, a clarity, a miracle, a healing. Something the doctor said was impossible is not impossible for God. There's a clarity and a healing of the mind, of the thought patterns uh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. And we pray for our mighty countries, the nations of this world. And we speak against COVID-19 right now in Jesus' name. Virus get out of our bodies and our countries in Jesus name Jesus name cancers go in Jesus name thank you father for you are a good good God matter of fact you are overwhelmingly good your goodness makes me weak which makes me strong listen his goodness makes my own mindset weak to make his strong in me his goodness makes me weak to make me strong his goodness makes you weak to make you strong your mindset has to your own physical understanding has to become weak for his understanding to be strong in us oh I can see like thought mindsets shifting and changing again depression and frustration and loneliness go in Jesus name we have no reason to be lonely we have you Father God and we have a windward family Jesus name Hmm. I hear wedding bells prophesying to someone I don't know who but in Jesus name thank you Father feel like to conclude as an apostle in this house you know you don't hear me say that often but I feel so heavily in my spirit right now that I am am to conclude by praying a blessing to send you out (laughs) and it's not because of who I am it's because of who he is in me (laughs) feel it so strong that 
that you all have to realize you're here with a mission. And the mission didn't end with a virus. And the future viruses and the future viruses and the future pandemics, your mission doesn't end. It grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And so I pray, Father, for this family, Windward, for our satellite service, Windward, for all of our churches, Father, around the world. I pray, Lord God, on behalf of the leadership team, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, and the preachers, I pray on behalf of them all right now, Lord God, to send these ones out into the mission field right outside those doors. <laughs> With fresh minds, clean minds, faith, not fear. Strength, not weakness. Power and authority in Jesus' name. And so I commission, I feel a fresh commissioning right now. I feel like a commissioning service right now. Can someone grab me a fresh bottle of water that hasn't been drunk out of yet or opened? I'm just going by the Holy Spirit right now. I'm going to spray a little bit of water as a commissioning again, as a, as a fresh anointing, as a... It's not the water, it's just... Kirkland water. <laughs> but Jesus turned water into wine. And he walked on the water. So did Peter. We baptize in water. We're going to actually do a baptismal service very soon. I feel it in the spirits. I don't even know how that works, but while we fill the tank, I know that's how to do that. But with the whole distancing thing, but I just be in prayer. If you want to be baptized, let us know. If you know somebody wanting to be baptized, let us know. I, I feel like it's coming maybe in the early fall, maybe even in the conference, Voice of Thunder, the first weekend of October. Maybe it's then. I don't know, but I just feel in my spirit that, that there's a fresh baptism. <laughs> a fresh baptism. Jesus. And I don't care if you've been baptized before. If there's a freshness and a rededication and something that, 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 that God is calling fresh into you again, then, then we'll do the baptism. But I'm going to sprinkle this, spray this. I put it in my mouth and spit it, but people probably get incredibly offended with that right now. Do it. Amen. Do it. I want to encourage you. It's just water. But what if God has turned it to a new wine for you? The fresh wine, spiritually, that you each one needs. Because every one of us are uniquely made. Every one of us receive differently. But the same God the same God, the same Jesus Christ, and the same Holy Spirit. But each one of us receive pieces and parts, which is why unity 
creates power. Power. So I thank you, Father God, for your presence and your glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Because, Lord God, you are the living water. You are the living water. The everlasting joy, the everlasting love. The peace that passes our own understandings. And so I pray right now, Lord God, that this day that you have made, that we here and watching online choose to rejoice and be glad in it. 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 Jesus. In the name of the Father, of the Son and of the Holy Spirit sent family out those doors to your destinies for today your destinies for tomorrow your destinies for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Friday, Saturday your destinies all the people said. Amen. Amen.